0: The statements and theories expressed on Booze Clues are those of the investigators and not necessarily shared by the geeks on the Influence Network or associated properties, venues, and sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Please drink responsibly. We want you to enjoy the show, not be one of its headlines. Hello, my co-investigators, and welcome to another episode of Booze Clues, Ice Cold Case Files. Uh, tonight, we are looking at an article from the 30th of March of 2010, and uh, this involves a celebrity by the name of Rip Torn. Uh, you may know him from playing a character in Men in Black and Dodgeball, and in this article, uh, he was able to dodge a wrench and dodge a ball, but could not dodge charges uh, for this event that happened in 2010. The article reads, Rip Torn is in court for breaking into bank he thought was his home. Yeah broke into a bank so uh this comes from the guardian the veteran hollywood actor rip torn is due in court today on charges of breaking into a bank with a loaded gun the 79 year old who appeared in films such as men in black and dodgeball was arrested in january in connecticut when police found him inside the branch of Litchfield bancorp after the alarm went off so just wandering around wasted with a gun casually breaks into a bank i guess is a the plan here according to the police department the oscar nominated actor was almost three times over the drink drive limit he was charged with carrying a pistol without a permit carrying a firearm while well intoxicated first degree burglary first degree criminal trespass and third degree criminal mischief um that, now some people may be familiar with this story primarily because of the mugshot that was taken after he was arrested for this uh for this break-in it is amazing, and we will have a link to the article in our notes for this episode. His hair is all askew. It's just, it's a classic celebrity arrest photo. In a court appearance last month, his attorney, Thomas Waterfall, wow, Thomas Waterfall, told the judge that his client needed help with his alcohol abuse and that he could start treatment immediately. Torn was released on $100,000 bail and was told by the judge to undergo an evaluation for substance abuse. Waterfall has said that torn was confused and thought the bank was his home which is a mile and a half down the street according to reports now i'm not really sure what this dude's house looks like and he's relatively well off so he might be able to afford one of those custom built modern houses but i'm pretty sure a bank doesn't look like a house i don't think there's any a point that a bank looks like a house according to reports torn went to sleep in the bank and ask police what they were doing in his house when they arrived. This has got to be a level of Hammered that I'm somewhat unfamiliar with, where he passed out in the bank. So even when in the bank, didn't recognize that it wasn't his home. Last year, Torn was given probation in a Connecticut drunk driving case and entered an alcohol education program. He has two previous drunk driving arrests in New York. In 2004, Torn was arrested in New York after his car collided with a taxi a video of his arrest in which he swears at officers and refuses a breathalyzer test was aired on TV. A jury subsequently acquitted Torn of any wrongdoing. That's because he's lovable. If you have seen him in movies, he is a very lovable character. I could see him winning over a jury, no problem. In December 2006, Torn was again arrested for drunk driving in North Salem, New York, after colliding with a tractor trailer. Wow. Wow. He pleaded guilty and had his driving license suspended for 90 days and was required to pay a $380 fine. He was convicted and sentenced to probation in May 2009 after another drunk driving offense. Wow, that's impressive. Torn received an Oscar nomination as Best Supporting Actor for his role in the 1983 film Cross Creek. He earned a reputation for volatility when he brawled with Norman Mailer during the film Maidstone and when he hit Mailer, the film's director, on the head. As the cameras rolled, Mailer bit Torn's ear and they wrestled to the ground. The fight was broken up by cast and crew members as Mailer's children cried and screamed in the background. The fight is featured in the film. Wow. So if that's not a sign-off to go, check this film out immediately, Maidstone. So I'm going to immediately run out and check that out. I have not seen that film. So clearly, (laughs) Mr. Torn here has a history of uh, hijinks Well, boozing it up pretty hard. And uh, probably part of the reason why he's able to do so is because of being a celebrity, getting out of trouble. Uh, The drunk driving, not the best. This one, though, nobody got hurt. Uh, He was not really a danger to anybody. It didn't sound like he was waving his gut around. I'm not going to fault him for owning a gun. I'm wondering exactly how he tucked himself in in this bank, though. Do you think he actually, like, poured money out from the registers and used that as cushion? I mean, Riptorn was older, not super old, but old enough that maybe he was able to pull off the incontinence thing. Like, I'm old, I don't know where I am. Which may not be too far from the truth, honestly, if he's confusing a bank for his home. He could try to pull a Winona writer and just say that he did it for research for a role. See, the problem here is he didn't see enough bank heist movies. What you do is you pull an inside man and seal yourself inside a wall of the bank. So when they go to check out the alarm nothing. And the next day when it's open for regular business hours, you bust through the wall and walk out randomly, well-rested and uh, sleeping through your hangover. So that's my suggestion to you out there. If ever you feel the need to get wasted, mistake a bank for your home and break in, just plaster yourself inside one of the walls of the bank so they can't find you until the next day when you can casually stroll out the front door like nothing ever happened. I want to remind everybody that we are not responsible for anything you do based on anything that you've heard on this episode or any episode of Booze Clues. Speaking of Booze Clues, we've got our one-year anniversary booze clues coming this Sunday in the Dark Room in Scott's Edition in Richmond, Virginia. A one full year of live recorded booze clues episodes from the Dark Room. So we want to thank so much the Dark Room for letting us do our thing there and for everybody that's come out to enjoy shows. It's uh 730 to 930. It is 21 and up, and it is free. That's twenty eight eighteen West Broad Street on the second floor of the Hofheimer Building is the dark room. So come out, enjoy Booze Clues. If you haven't come out before, it's always a really good time, and we've got some great guests, Jack Kaplan, Will McCobb, Michelle Left Eye, who was just recently featured on a coming episode of Geeks Under the Influence, and our very own GUI Precaps, The Bruce, we may even have one or two stories that will uh, set you in the right mood for the coming Valentine's holiday. I also want to give a shout out to the other shows on the Geeks Under the Influence Network that will be at GalaxyCon from March 28th to March 1st. We've got Geeks Under the Influence, Smack My Pitch Up, Geek Father, Beautiful Disasters, From the Mouse of Madness, and a Adventures in Podcasting panel with myself, Lowdown Brown, and Fuck You Hunter, talking about stories from our times doing podcasting. All that information and information on this show and others, our social media, everything's at GUIPodcast.com. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe. Please write some reviews for us, whether it be on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or what have you. It really does help other people know what the show is about, whether or not it's something they're interested in. So rate, review, please. Uh, we appreciate it. And thanks for a full year of getting sleuth-faced with booze Clues. I'm Mike the Hobbit and Case Closed G Uipodcast